Hey there. Welcome back to the I'm Still Here podcast with Tammy Lawrence, Symbolisti. Many of us have lost loved ones, and it brings a significant change in our lives. Our loved ones, however, would want us to continue to live on, being that we are still here. It's important for us to take care of our mental health as we move forward. So our intention is to continue to discuss grief, but widening our focus so that we might discuss other ways to help us live our lives. My hope is you continue this journey along with us as we shift to explore our new world with our loved ones hidden by our sides. Hi there. Today we are speaking with author and energy healer Susanna Stoica. Susanna has worked for the past 40 years with people all around the world resolving energy imbalances. She has taught courses in physical and emotional healing at the University of Michigan, Wayne State University, and the Harvard Medical School. Her latest book is entitled Being a Healer. It's useful for both those who are taking their first steps on the healing path as well as those who are wanting to accelerate their development. The book also helps those wanting to become happier and more balanced. Hello, Susanna. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for coming on the show. This is fantastic. I'm excited to talk to you. Me too. I am looking forward for a time of great fun. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good to me. So your book, it just came out in January, I think you said. Yes. A couple of weeks ago, not even a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It'll be a couple of weeks by the time this airs. Yes. (laughs) So what is one thing you wish people would know? I wish people would know uh, how beautiful they are in their essence. And especially I wouldn't like them to know that there is no difference in energy fields, what colors they are what background they have, what language they speak, who they love. There is no difference. But there is a big difference if you are angry, fearful, envious, jealous, all the negative emotions, or you are a happy person who is giving, who has gratitude for what they have in their lives. If if people would know how beautiful they are, probably they would... take much better care of their body. They would eat better. They would sleep better. They will have a more balanced life. And they wouldn't fight so much with others if they knew how much the same we are. Mm -hmm. How how does somebody remind themselves of that beyond saying the words, especially if they don't believe it? Uh, First of all, you have to believe it. Because it has to be a part of your fiber. You cannot just make it up. You have to look at the person and and, uh, see their essence as opposed to see the color or background or whatever. Now, this is something you've done in the past. I think I read you were seven years old when you first started to read people's energy fields. Is that true? Uh, I was seven years old when I first uh, got the push, so to speak, to heal somebody, which was my mom, who walked into a window and uh, cut her forehead very badly. Mm. And uh, because my dad, uh, a big man, very compassionate man, could not see blood. As soon as he saw blood, he he passed out. Uh, it, It was something in him. 
uh, he gave me all these uh, gauze and cotton and alcohol to clean the, the wound and to dress it. And uh, when I saw the bleeding, it was a big cut all the length of her forehead. Um, I felt the need to, to walk my finger on the cut till uh, the bleeding stopped. And then I uh, bandaged mom and he, she went to the doctor. And when the doctor opened the um, dressing, he said, there is no bleeding. Uh, if you would have come right away, I would have put some clamps, but uh, now there is nothing to, to do. Maybe change if it needed the bandage. Uh, by the way, when did this happen? And my dad says about an hour and a half, two hours ago. He says, wow, who did this? He says, my, my seven-year-old. <laughs> so he came home very happy. And uh, when I first did a public healing, so to speak, when I was on a course, on a healing course, trying to help my husband with his backache, I did. Uh, I came home very scared because uh, I thought if I was able to help somebody in 20 minutes, what if I do the wrong thing and I make somebody sick, which is a very engineering thinking, which is my background actually. Um, and eventually I talked to my dad, uh, and I told him what happened. He says, oh, nothing. Uh, you were doing healing when you were seven years old. And I said, what are you talking about? Don't you remember? So that's how I found out that I was doing it when I was a kid. And I was, I remember on the playing ground, I always was there if somebody got hurt or, uh, was crying or, I always had this uh, nurturing drive. So you, and this is what you do now, you you offer healing to people. And I think you use just a photograph and do it by distance. Yes, I am doing it at a distance. Uh, actually, even people who live really close to me, uh, I am doing at a distance because I found that a lot of people get chatty when I am doing healing because they suddenly feel uh, good and they are curious what's going on and they went constantly ask questions. And what it happens, I can't go to the same depths of concentration because a healer when uh, he or she works has to be both very relaxed in order to be able to get the intuitive hits as well as uh, being uh, very focused on the person you are working with to the exclusion of everything around you. Uh, so if it, uh, a dog barks or a phone rings or anything, you shouldn't, uh, you should be in a state that you, it's far away, you don't react to it. When I walk at a distance, um, I am able to uh, focus much better. And uh, I have the, con the contact that I am making is through the picture which is a picture of the front and back dressed in lighter color clothing, uh, the full name and date of birth. And with that, uh, is like the person would be next to me. And they can feel it. Uh, many people who are used to tune into their body would feel uh, sudden relaxation, a, a feeling of uh, kind of happiness. Uh, uh, some people fall asleep instantaneously when if they had a lot of stress in their lives 
And suddenly I release the stress, I fall asleep. Actually, it's a very funny story with um, a family who was in Italy. And uh, they called me, they actually sent me an, an email. Uh, Susanna, if you can do something, our daughter is in the hospital with a very uh, bad uh, virus, we think, we are not sure yet. Um, she was throwing up uh, terrible headaches. Uh, she really feel, felt bad. If you could look into it and figure out what was going on with her. So I tuned into her and uh, by the next morning when she they came in, she was sitting on the bed eating very happily her uh, break, large breakfast. And she was released, of course, immediately. I told them what it was, and the doctor confirmed that it was a virus, and uh, she was let to go home. Then I received an email. Susanna, I don't know. Everybody in our uh, family is sick. Uh, we feel like we got the same virus. Can you tune in to, to see what's happening? So as soon as I got that, I started working. And I, the next day I receive a letter. Did you by chance work around two o'clock? Because everybody around the table, one after another, they put their head down and they were out for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what happens. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I am a Reiki master. It's one of the things that I uh, am certified for. And working by distance, people don't believe it, but it is so powerful. It's much more powerful uh, in my uh, experience than uh, being right there. And it's interesting that I started doing at a distance because of my son. Uh, he was at the university at Stanford in California, and I was in uh, Michigan. And uh, he called me and said, Mom, I am in dead week and I can't study anything. I, I am so sick. I am coughing all the time, nauseous. I can't eat anything. Um, can you help me anyway? And I said, I am getting a ticket and I am flying out to to be uh, to help you. He says, no, mom, please don't come because I want to be with you if you come and I won't study again. So I said, I don't know if it would work, but let's try. Lie down and uh, I am, will try doing it at a distance and uh, I will call you in about half an hour when I am done. So I worked on him, and at one point, about 10 minutes into it, I lost the connection. And then two minutes later, I was able to establish the connection again. And I saw the stuff flying out of his lungs and uh, uh, the lungs cleaning up and the stomach area cleaning up. And uh, I called him up. And he said, you know, mom, it was so interesting. I felt physically as if you would be next to me. And I said, yeah, but what happened 10 minutes into it? Because I lost the connection. He says, I forgot to, to leave the door open. And my girlfriend came and I had to get up and let her in. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, I feel very good. I already sent my girlfriend out for some food. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> It's amazing how well that works. It doesn't it? it it's uh, very nice. It, I feel so much gratitude every time I work and I, was, I am able to help somebody. It, it's an amazing world, isn't it? 
Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. So back to your book, one of the things you talk about is that compassion is the most important, important tool. Could you speak on that a bit? Yes, you. Um, healing is about the other person. It's not about you. And one mistake that people make is that they believe they have to take on the other person's pain in order to uh, solve the imbalance, energetic imbalance, uh, healing problem, uh, health problem. Um, doing that actually is not okay because what you do, you take on the uh, symptoms of illness, of pain, and you disable yourself as a healer. You are not as effective anymore. At the other, uh, another very important thing is if you think only about yourself when you are doing the healing, you can't do it properly. So compassion, understanding what was it's going on with the person and helping the person actively, that's the state you have to be in. You can't, you can't do healing uh, because that's elegant or uh, people you are you become interesting i have seen people who did that and eventually lost their capabilities um it's a other person you have to have a very pure intent of helping the person not being involved in yourself actually when i do healing i disappear uh, if I have a, a pain, a headache, for example, or backache, when I start the session, I don't feel it anymore during the session. And about half an hour after, um, you don't count. The person who you are working with is the person who, who counts at that point in time. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. And you also work with energy, angel energy. Uh, that's very interesting. Uh, one day just started happening. Oh. And uh, it's uh, when I feel at the end of my, it feels as if my the energy I am working with is a, is a more physical energy. While this uh, angel energy is a very high uh, vibration. And because of very high vibration is um, able to get to the source of more problems. Uh, all our problems actually, let me step back. All our problems actually are caused by uh, irregularities in our energy field. And everybody has an energy field, a dog, a cat, a human, a flower, even a stone. So these, uh, these irregularities have to be perceived and have to be corrected. And those, uh, most of the things that we experience as humans as irregularities uh, are treated at a, at a lower frequency. But when people have very deep trauma and sometimes generational trauma, 
or the trauma was in place for a very long time and it attached beliefs, negative beliefs about self and what the person is capable of doing, you have to go at a much higher vibration. And this is a very, very clean um, energy, high vibration, uh, very pure. It's very difficult to explain because it's radiant while uh, is, if it would be a real light, it would bl uh, blind you, but it doesn't. It's gentle at the same time. And I have seen uh, amazing things happen with Seto when they come in. Mm -hmm. Can anybody do this just for themselves, like speak to the angels? And have you had that in your experience? Uh, no. <laughs> um, what's happening generally, it's much more difficult on working on yourself. Because... Um, especially if you are a healer and a practicing healer, because uh, healers are focused on the outside, on, on giving rather than receiving. So it's a complete reversal when you have to work on yourself. It's very difficult. I had to do it several times in my life, but it's very difficult. Uh, so the level of calm and concentrations that you can obtain while working on somebody else is not achieved when uh, you work on your own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you find, you believe it's best if people go in and seek help if they're having an energy imbalance that they found? Yes, because you it's also very difficult to be objective because uh, uh, you know all, everything about yourself. And you have preconceived idea of what works and what doesn't work for you. So leaving that aside is very difficult, very difficult. So it's much easier if you have somebody reliable, somebody who you respect, who, who uh, to exchange with. Mm -hmm. And find that beautiful essence energy that you were talking about when we first started talking. Yes. So how does your book help people get happier and more balanced? If you, it's very interesting that uh, when you give with a pure heart, so you give without expecting anything in return, amazing things happen. First of all, you will see people around you being very happy and when you give this energy out, usually a lot of love comes back to you. So it, being in that atmosphere, instead of being upset and, and being focused on the negative stuff in your life, you end up being focused on giving on uh, and receiving this loving energy. And if you want to experiment with it, it's very easy. Just go to uh, the store, when whichever store you are going on. And when you check out, just tell something nice to the checkout person. And you will see immediately how they smile at you. 
just tell them thank you very much for being here for helping me or uh, whatever on you it's beautiful you will see immediately the person uh, sending you very nice energy mm-hmm. i have to add to it that um, i had uh, two traumatic brain injuries on the same day and one of the things that I used very early, starting very early in my recovery, was volunteering. Exactly because uh, when I volunteered, uh, people were so grateful that they sent me all this loving energy, and that that helped me with my recovery. Mm-hmm. I think that's very valid. I think the more that we can be in service of others, the more we get back and not because I'm giving that energy out because I'm wanting it back. It just, it happens like that. You just get, you feel so much better when you give. Yes. And people, uh, when people hear uh, in service of others, they imagine immediately servitude. And it's not. It's actually something is something giving out of uh, willingly giving and out of an open heart. And no one forces you to do it. And that's the secret. Give it without being being uh, feeling being forced and then you will receive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember my best friend who has since passed away. She used to hate the word service. She just drove her crazy. (laughs) But I think it's exactly what you're talking about because she felt like like it was a have to do this. And no, I'm doing this because I'm wanting to do this. Yeah. Uh, People don't like to be forced to do stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, unfortunately, in this society, it's very much I have to do it versus uh, I enjoy doing it. I was very lucky in my life that I I uh, did my profession as, as an engineer as I enjoy it and I never worked a day in my life. And I did my, my work as a healer the same way and I don't feel like uh, work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can relate to that. I play all day. <laughs> yes, I uh, I bet you do. Yeah. <laughs> so finally, let's go back to how what you want people to know how beautiful they are. In what ways can they connect with that energy and work towards healing some imbalances that would make them not feel beautiful? Uh, first of all, uh, think about the fact that you are unique. Uh, it's very interesting. People uh, don't see themselves as they truly are. And I find that people who are obnoxious and not so nice uh, tend to uh, present themselves as more than what they are, while people who are really nice and uh, like to help others always think that they are less than others. So the cure for it is try to sit down in a calm place and ask yourself, 
would I, if I would see a person like me who did this and this and this in their life, who behaved such and such a way, would I want to be that person? How would I look at that person? What would I want that person to do differently or be differently? And that way you you have a better chance of, of being uh, aware of who, who you are. Also, if you want to, to be able to access the energy of compassion, of unconditional love, the best way is to meditate and do yoga because those are tools that release the stresses in yourself. And usually people are obnoxious not because you did something to them, because they have something inside them. It's not somebody else that creates your world. It's you who create your world. It's very interesting. Uh, people believe that they are hurt because of actions of others. Actually, if you would learn when you get upset, upset at somebody else to ask yourself, what is in me that gets triggered by this action? You will be able to get through the hurt much easier because it becomes a teaching moment as opposed to a hurt moment. And eventually in time, this uh, switch to curiosity becomes automatic and you become a much happier person. I love that. It's like observation is key. <laughs> yeah, it, it becomes instead of being the subject being the hurt, the subject is how can I learn from this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, very good. Fantastic question. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. As far as meditation goes, do you have one specific meditation that you recommend to people? I know there's so many different types, but is there one specific one that you recommend? Uh, whatever you do regularly. And I uh, typically, there are people who actually comes up in their sessions as they need meditation. And uh, always the response is, yes, but I don't have time. Mm -hmm. And my recommendation in that case is go to, to Barnes & Noble or any other bookstore which sells uh, meditation CDs. Listen to the CD that you are comfortable, a guided CD that somebody talks you through because then you, uh, it's easier to connect to that uh, meditation. And when you find the right voice, because some people work better with women's voice and with men's voice, the content is very important. Buy that CD, listen to it three or four times, just sitting in a chair, and so you understand very well the content, and then just put it on when you go to sleep, and you are going to fall asleep faster and faster, but your mind will still register that meditation. And what you will find is that you actually get the benefits of, of the meditation while sleeping. Mm -hmm. so don't tell me you don't have time <laughs> absolutely and it's when we don't have time that 
is when people need meditation the most. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And by the way, with uh, with uh, another thing that can help you release the emotions is uh, swimming because it's a very yoga-like uh, exercise. And the way yoga and swimming release the emotions is that we actually store uh, negative emotions, traumas in our muscle. And that was demonstrated. Uh, actually, uh, in the uh, biology of belief, Dr. Lipton talks about the fact that he did some experiments and proved that proteins curve under uh, constrictive emotions, which are the negative emotions of fears, uh, jealousies, uh, anger, and so on. So uh, what happens when we are angry and we don't discharge that uh, trauma, basically somewhere we have these uh, tight uh, proteins. And when we exercise, and especially the traditional yoga, I am not talking about the, all the funny yoga with do it fast uh, kind of stuff and hot uh, environment and so on. The one which you move slowly um, re releases these uh, emotions from, from your muscles. And the swimming does the same uh, because you move slowly, not performance swimming. The slow uh, swimming does the same thing. Mm -hmm. I think that's great advice. Absolutely. And yoga is definitely very good to release emotions, even if we don't realize that that's what's happening when we're moving. We are definitely working towards letting go. Yes. Mm -hmm. Where Plus should... you are in a, in a more balanced state. When you do yoga regularly, you are in a much more balanced state. So if a negative emotion hits you, you are able to, to release it much easier. Because you are balanced. It doesn't hit you as much. I think it's a, the body-mind connection that's very helpful. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So where should we send people, Susanna, if they wanted to find you on social? Uh, they should go to my website. Um, it has a lot of information about healing, about brain trauma, about... Uh, I connected articles which I published, interviews which I published. Um, it's very easy, healingbraininjury.com or my last name, but Healing Brain Injury, it's much easier to remember. Very good. Thank you. And we'll put that into the show notes so you can just click down there and have a look at it. Also, just as a side note, I recently started to teach on meditation on Insight Timer. So I'm going to put that link down there as well. If you want to be guided through a meditation that's free, you can explore or start to explore meditation there. So thank you so much for listening to the show today. And thank you so much, Susanna, for letting us speak with you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun. Take care. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We're grateful to our guests for sharing their experience and their knowledge with us. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with others who might find it helpful. Be sure to follow our links on social media, which were offered in the show notes. A special shout out to Kevin McLeod and Incomputech for our background music entitled Happy Dreams. Wishing you a fabulous day.